Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me today. It's Alan Barry Labucan. Many of you know me from my Alan Barry reports. Uh, I've recently been making a transition to uh, doing my commentary on my new website, which is rocksandstocksnews.com. A little bit later, I'll talk to you about what we're doing with the Rocks and Stocks News uh, website. But first, I wanted to get into, you know, what generally happens with my commentary. Uh, I usually have the most to say when the least amount of people are, are paying attention. And that's why, you know, I've been able to find a lot of good companies in the past at uh, cheap valuations. And here we are again, recently, the price of gold has been uh, getting punished. Um, I think uh, the, the main culprit in that is uh, people seem to want to sell their gold because there's a uh, a COVID uh, uh, some um, some uh, antidotes for the uh, COVID virus, and I really think that the market is trading a little bit crazy right now. Uh, first of all, you look at the big cap stocks on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and earlier today, President Obama was uh, or not President Obama, President Trump. Uh, was uh, falling all over himself to try to take credit for the Dow hitting 30,000. And, uh, and the, uh, and the, the de Democrats with uh, President-elect uh, Biden are also trying to take credit because uh, prior to the election, President uh, Trump was saying that if Biden is elected, uh, the, uh, the the Dow Jones and the stock market is going to get crushed. So they're pointing out that that did that's the opposite of what's happening. So I, I made a comment on Twitter that when politicians are falling all over themselves to take credit for the uh, the the new highs in the stock market, it's usually a time that investors should be very careful. And to top off that situation of all the politicians trying to take credit uh, for the high, the high price of the, the Dow, um, the Dow, the S&P 500 are trading at insane valuations, uh, well over 20 times earnings. And meanwhile, earnings are growing at a very slow pace. Uh, this is not a time for investors to be getting bullish and, you know, jumping into the stock market. It's, if anything, it's a time to be selling and uh, going short. Uh, and that's what I think we're seeing right now is a, uh, uh, a little bit of a crazy uh, market. And whenever the market gets crazy like that with valuations trading at insane uh, levels, uh, is usually a recipe for disaster. The other um, thing that's happening is the uh, the U.S. dollar has been kind of going sideways since August, and and I think that that also after correcting from the 104 high earlier this year, I'm talking about the uh, index, the basket of currencies against the U.S. dollar. It hit a high of 104 earlier uh, in March. Uh, of this year, and uh, it's come off quite a bit since then, now trading at 92. And I think that reflects a lot on the fact that the um, the debt has been going parabolic and uh, the Federal Reserve really is painted into a corner that they can't 
raise interest rates. They're near zero, so they can't lower interest rates. They're pumping their up their um, their balance sheet, uh, which is you know giving some uh, fuel to the uh, to the stock market being trading where it is. But all of that stimulus that's coming out is really having a hard time uh, uh, producing actual economic growth. And that is a scary situation, uh, you know, with the parabolic debt and, uh, and the uh, interest rates, the Fed painted into a corner and they're flailing away with trying to stimulate that's not working with real economic growth. Um, this is not a time to be buying U.S. dollars and, uh, and buying U.S. stocks. I think that they are uh, headed for significant corrections and are really part of what is creating a perfect storm for gold, silver, and some other metals to go much higher. Uh, if you then look at the fundamentals of, the, of gold, um, you've got uh, uh, all the mines the miners are making a lot of money right now with gold at 1800 and above, but what they're having a harder time doing is finding new discoveries to replace the mines that they're mining out. And this is not a new situation. It's been going on for a lot of years. And uh, the, the mines, uh, the head grades at mines are, have been dropping dramatically over several years. The new discoveries are much lower grade. They're going deeper for lower grade, making it harder to, to find profitable gold. And um, so you've got a combination of, of, the, uh, of the situation with the debt, the dollar, the, uh, the stock market at insane valuations, and gold stocks and silver stocks having a difficult time finding replacements for what they're mining out. And so this is a combination that uh, I think will drive gold significantly higher. Um, you know, putting a price tag on it, I, I kind of reluctant to do that usually, but I can easily see gold in the next few months at well over 2,000 per ounce and, uh, and uh, a, a much stronger market. And my favorite way to play that is through the gold stocks, because as much as I think that the gold and silver are are not efficiently priced right now, I think that they're discount they're at a discount valuations. The gold stocks can are tend to be uh, even cheaper valuations, and so I think that gold and silver in the ground is the play, uh, especially when. You know, people aren't listening, which is right about now, which is when I tend to talk the most is when I see the, the market the most inefficient and people are listening the least. And that's where we are right now. Um, now I'm going to get into, now that I've talked about some of the trends that I'm seeing, I want to get into um, the, the, the new website, uh, Rocks and Stocks News. What I've been, what I'm working on with Rocks and Stocks News, and I've got some really good tech people that are helping me with this, is a couple of things. First of all, if you go to the main page, you'll see on the left-hand side where I do my my commentary. Um, lately, I've been doing a lot of writing, more than I've been doing uh, these shows, and uh, I'm going to sort of switch that up because 
the shows are a lot easier for me to do. There, I can put together a lot of good commentary uh, in the shows, and um, I'm going to start uh, pumping out some more shows. And this is an anticipation of a conference that we're working on for the middle of February. I'm going to get uh, right between the conferences that happen in Vancouver in the early part of the year uh, in January and followed and then right in the middle will be my conference for rocks and stocks news and then um and then you have the pdac uh, a couple months after that one of the trends that is happening with these conferences because of the covid crisis is that a lot of um uh, a lot of the shows are turning into uh, digital formats not in-person formats and i've never really been a big fan of those in-person uh, conferences. I think that they uh, tend to be more about partying and, and having executives uh, glad handling and uh, their audience and, uh, and really not a lot of success uh, sort of talking to a lot of investors that, uh, that um, you know, go to these conferences. I think that the online versions have a much better viewership for the individual companies and uh and i think that they're a better way for investors to get in on on good stories why i've sort of switched away from the alan barry reports and now into rocks and stocks news is that i i really in reality alan barry reports was really a place where i could uh put all my commentary and make it easy for investors to uh, to find what I've been talking about. Rocks and Stocks News is more of a, let's say, a commercial effort uh, to really put together uh, a website where it helps me to do my job. And I think if if I if we provide a website that makes it easier for me to do my job, it makes it easier for investors to also go and research and find what is uh, some good names. So one of the key things that we've done on the on the uh, Rocks and Stocks News website is we've created the Rocks and Stocks Index. And what that is, is the group of companies that I've picked in my various reports uh, and commentary over the last few years, a uh, couple years mainly. And um, uh, what, I, uh, what that index is done is it, it makes it easier for people to start their homework um, and uh, and filter through a lot of the noise in the industry to find the quality companies that I follow closely. And so what we've done with the Rocks and Stock Index is if you click on the symbols of the various different companies, uh, it'll take you to the, uh, the website um, uh, CEO.ca. At CEO.ca, they do a really good job of uh, giving you a snapshot and some commentary. A lot of times, unfortunately, that commentary is done by people hiding behind uh, fake IDs and phony names and stuff like that. And, uh, and often that can get kind of cumbersome and tiresome with the nonsense. I prefer to to, uh, to put, yeah, I've always used my name, so it's easy for people to know who's making the commentary. I don't really hide behind a uh, pseudonym on, online. and uh, But nonetheless, you can find some good commentary in there if you want to spend the time. But one of the key things that I like is that they 
on the left side of the page, they have the, the stock chart. Then you also have a snapshot that gives you the amount of stock that's currently out on companies and uh, the market cap, uh, the total volume that's traded. And I also really like, uh, you have to pay for this part of the website, but I really like their um, uh, depth of market uh, service. It's they call, they call it the professional service. And what you can see in the professional service is the lineup of buyers and sellers. And they do it in a really cool fashion that I think a, a lot of investors can really appreciate. They, they have the bids stacked up uh, below and the, the sells, sellers, the offers on, on top. And you can, in a really quick and easy way, see if there is a lineup of buyers compared to a lineup of sellers. So that's really a lot of where I spend my time on the website is looking for imbalances in in the trading. And I'm looking for, you know, where the, the buyers are lining up and the sellers are thin. Uh, and uh, so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to quickly go through some of the companies on the index, some of the companies that I think are well positioned to take advantage of a rally in the price of gold and silver, which I see coming here in the very short order. And uh, let's start at the top of the index. Uh, AAX Advanced Gold is the number one. It's the number one in my heart because I'm the CEO of the company. And, uh, and uh, we've got a lot on the go right now. We're drilling uh, a really important uh, geophysical target. Uh, we recently completed a, a extensive uh, a, a geophysical program at the north end of our, um, of our project. Most of the, the drilling has been confined to the central part of the target, the central part of the claim blocks, and the southern part of the claim blocks. At the southern end, we've recently drilled into an area where we had hit. We drilled three new holes into an area where we had previously hit one of our best intersections, which was a little over two meters of 664 grams per ton of silver. In this area, where, well, in any area, that's high grade. But in the area where we are, we're in one of the areas with the lowest costs, exploration and development uh, and mining costs anywhere in the world. It's in the state of Zacatecas. We're about 50 miles as the crow flies from Mag Silver's new and exciting uh, silver mine. This new mine as it gets up and fully in, in production will make mag silver the uh, the lowest one of the two lowest cost producers of silver on the planet the second lowest cost producer is their partner fresneo plc which trades on the london exchange fresneo plc uh, is uh, is a major silver producer uh, their main their they're in their, their big efforts are in the state or in mexico and uh, they focus on these kind of uh, vein systems like the one that we have found. Um, we have recently been in contact with their uh, exploration manager and their head of exploration. And the thing that he's uh, fo uh, told us is that, you know, it took them 30 some holes to really find the guts of the system. And it was much deeper than where we've drilled. 
we've only drilled in, let's say, the first 300 meters. We've found a cluster of, uh, of veins. Uh, we've got widespread gold and silver mineralization with high grade, including high grade gold and high grade silver. Uh, but the depth is what is wide open. So to try to understand that depth potential, we've done uh, extensive uh, geophysical surveys, IP surveys, and found uh, some very serious high chargeability anomalies. The biggest and best is at the north end, the northwestern target area, where we've virtually untouched that geophysical anomaly. Meanwhile, it's very high chargeability. It's found over a very big area. And it's a very exciting target that we are drilling as we speak. And so the company has uh, assays pending uh, from the three holes that were drilled to the south. Uh, and now we're drilling into this big geophysical anomaly, which is very exciting. The market hasn't really given us much credit for that. We only have 50 million shares fully or outstanding and the market cap is 5.3 million. It really, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't reflect a, um, a uh, you know, a company that is finding what we found and um, drilling in an area where it's, we're completely surrounded. We're completely surrounded by major mine, mines all over the place. And, you know, that's not an easy thing to uh, sort of find with a junior is, you know, tight share structure, drilling in elephant country, finding the right kind of stuff, and the depth is wide open. And uh, so that, in a nutshell, is advanced gold. Uh, the next company I wanted to talk about is a more advanced company. It's called Amex Exploration. Those that have been following my reports over the last couple of years, uh, I started covering that company when it was trading at around uh, 50 cents a share. I covered it very early in, the, uh, in their exploration because uh, I saw what looked like a, a company that could find a very high-grade uh, discovery. Uh, and what they've done is they continue to find more and more high-grade. The stock's been over $3, currently trading a, at about 280 I believe. And um, uh, what is exceptional about their discovery is the high-grade continuity of gold. In these kind of these vein systems with high-grade gold like that, what you want to see is the continuity at depth. And uh, these systems tend to be wide open for many kilometers uh, at depth. And they've, uh, they continuously find excellent continuity of their high-grade gold. Uh, and I think that it, it, it is an exceptional discovery that will turn into a mine, a multi-million ounce mine of high-grade underground mine that, uh, that will likely be built by a major that takes them over at significant multiples of where they're trading at right now. They only have a quarter of a billion dollar valuation. And for this kind of discovery, in Quebec, close to roads, uh, they have cell phone coverage, power road access, uh, and it's in one of the most uh, friendliest mining jurisdictions in the world. Amex Exploration is a, a, a must-own, I think, for all investors into the exploration gold space, and I think it gives a, investors 
that want a little less risk, but also exposure to upside action in gold and upside action because of the truth machine, their drilling results. Amex, I think, will continue to deliver with the uh, drill drilling. I think they will continue to deliver a lot of that high-grade gold, uh, and, uh, and I'm excited about them getting to depth. Uh, another company that uh, I like uh, is Azimut Exploration. Now, Azimut Exploration has had a much higher valuation in the past, uh, this year, in fact, um, and uh, uh, $2.60, and it's come back down to $0.89, cents, uh, and it's almost at the pre-discovery level. Um, this is a, uh, 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 an exciting new discovery in uh, play in Quebec, uh, I like what they're doing. Um, I recently had a conversation with John Kaiser, who also follows the company, and John's not that impressed with the way that they do their marketing and their. Um, but uh, and you know sometimes co companies will suffer because of that, and I think that they're suffering right now with the quality of the ex, uh, project uh, compared to the uh, valuation. So AZM is their symbol. Amex's uh, symbol is AMX, and Advanced Gold symbol is AAX. The next company is Arizona Silver. Arizona Silver is, as their name states, uh, looking for something in Arizona. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I think that they could be onto something really interesting. They've got an epithermal vein system. And they were kind of slowly bringing it forward, trying to test a long strike. When I talked to them, I told them that I thought their best uh, efforts would be to go deeper. Uh, they've now, you know, the, the truth machine is leading them there. And uh, these uh, epithermal vein systems have a zonation of grade uh, from the top to the bottom. And that's why I think you want to really test the uh, the the depth potential before you really worry about this along strike potential. And that's what they're getting at right now. AZM is their symbol. And uh, I think that they're another good one to, or sorry, AZS is their symbol and is another good one to take a look at. BlackRock Gold BRC is in uh, Nevada and uh, they've got two projects. I'm, I'm most interested in their Tonopah project. What originally got their stock kind of kicked up was their silver cloud project. But I've seen their drilling and, you know, first they were trying to say that they could connect, uh, the, that the veins were striking east to west, not north to south, like most, uh, many of the veins in the, in that area. And that kind of, they kind of weren't able to prove that up. Now they're doing some more drilling there. And um, uh, it's interesting, but What's most interesting to me is their Tonopah project. That is one of the key silver camps that made Nevada the silver state. And uh, as they point out, uh, it, it really has been left untouched, the western side of Tonopah, um, because of, uh, you know, it was fragmentally owned by, by a bunch of, but they've been able to uh, tie it all together. And... Uh, I, I really think that they might be onto something quite serious at their Tonopah project. They've kind of been drilling in areas where I think that they kind of knew where there would be stuff. They've even said that they're trying to thread the needle between the old production uh, workings. 
And, you know, but I, I think that as they go along strike and uh, follow things to depth, that that could really open this project up. You know, the stock was a lot higher earlier in the year. It's come off quite a bit. Um, their stock setup is kind of, uh, I've been, I recently started uh, recommending it again because I saw that the, the selling pressure with all the asks, offers to sell was uh, drying up and the buyers were starting to line up. That's kind of what I like to see in a stock. And uh, so BlackRock has a good project in the Silver State, always looking for good things in Nevada. And um, because they can, tend to get this Nevada premium, and I think that BRC is one that could see that happen. Uh, another company I follow pretty closely is DOS Exploration, D-I-O-S uh, Exploration. D-O-S is their symbol. The DOS is uh, is in Quebec. They've always been focused in Quebec. They're close. They're right beside where that AZM uh, Azimut is uh, is making their discovery. They've got a lot of other good projects, and these guys do a lot of really good exploration, but they don't get a lot of uh, attention because of it. Uh, and um, you know that's that's the kind of thing that I look for because there's inefficiencies in the price. And uh, I think that they are definitely one that's inefficiently priced right now. And I like the quality of the team. I like the work that they do. Um, and uh, I think with a little bit of wind behind their sails, they could see a much higher valuation. So that's one I, I uh, on the on the uh, uh, index that I think one folks want to take a look at. Um, let's see here. Uh, I could talk about some of the companies that have done quite well. Generation Mining has done quite well since I started covering it. Gold on, Golden Goliath, these kind of companies. GT Gold has been one that I've followed for a few years and picked up really early in the uh, in the exploration. Galway Metals is another one that I picked, uh, and I kept scratching my head because I thought it was uh, – underpriced and uh, now it's more fairly priced so it's not really one of my bargain uh, sort of uh, picks japan gold i like what they're looking for they're looking for another hishikari kind of uh, deposit hishikari is one of the highest grade or is the highest grade uh, uh, epithermal vein system on the planet i like the potential of that quite a bit um uh, let's see, I'm, I'm just uh, scrolling down. Uh, McEwen Mining sure has been punished, and rightfully so in a lot of instances. But uh, Rob McEwen is a, isn't a guy you want to uh, uh, ignore the work that he's doing. And uh, I really like, uh, I, I think that now when it's been punished is the time to look at it for Rob to pull a rabbit out of his hat. And uh, they certainly could use that to help get a better valuation. Orla Mining is one that I don't hear a lot of commentary about. Uh, you know, I started following it at cheaper prices. And what is really exciting to me is they're also in the state of Zacatecas. They're developing a mine. Pierre Lasson put a bunch of money into it and other uh, major mining companies have put money into it as they're developing their mine. And they're in the later, what I think is that when this comes into production, it will be a cash machine. It will be in the top 10 of the lowest cost producing gold asset uh, mines in the world. That is a perfect setup for people that want exposure to gold, 
but they don't want to, um, you know, they want a little bit uh, less risk. OLA is their symbol, and I think that they fit that bill quite handsomely. Uh, Premier Gold is a company that I've followed a lot. Um, whenever I find the market is undervaluing companies, they tend to be one that I think is undervalued. And uh, I really like that they are they, they're following the old-fashioned way of, of you know, building up, getting into mines, they're producing, but then they've also got a portfolio uh, of assets that can be um, enhanced with the drill, the, the drill rig, the truth machine. And uh, I think that Premier Gold is a very well-run company. You want to buy it when it's, uh, you know, not loved. And I think that that's uh, what PG offers right now. Again, with a little less risk for the investors out there. Um, let's see if I can find it. Sokoman, Sokoman Iron Corp, SIC, recently had some really good news out that the market's kind of not really given them a lot of credit for. But what I found interesting is now they're on this quiche uh, north to south fault. They're finding the high grade on both sides of the fault. The and uh, and I think that that I I see a lot of high grade gold in their system, and if they figure out that system, this one could add up the high grade ounces of gold very rapidly. And uh, SIC is one I think you want to take a look at. Skeena Resources falls into the category of a Orla. Uh, it's a uh, it's a company that's got an advanced project. I think that uh, they they uh, they have a mine here. It's in a it's in a, um, a very exciting. They have a one one of the uh, uh, mines that made the Golden Triangle such a high profile area, and uh, Skeena is uh, is gonna. I think they're in the process of developing a high grade open pit type product. I don't mean high grade in the sense of, you know, 10, 20, 30 gram kind of uh, deposits. What I mean is that, you know, where a lot of new discoveries uh, of low grade bulk tonnage kind of mines are well under a gram. And these guys are looking for, these guys are finding um, high grade bulk tonnage in the, um, in, in their, in their system. So, you know, it's not easy to find plus one gram, um, projects that can be open pit mined and that's what these guys have at Skeena. So I, again, I think it's one that investors want to take a close look at and uh, they offer a lot of uh, good potential. Um, another company that I've uh, been following closely over the years or for, for this year is a company called Vizla Resources. Vizla symbol is VZLA. They've got 75 million shares out. They've been uh, their market cap is around 100 million. They were as high as you know about double this price. So whenever you find things that are good quality and they're trading at a steep dis discount, that's when you want to sort of look at them. And uh, that's what I think you have in the case of Vizela. They're they they're in a well-known area. But what makes it really exciting is that they've been um, they've been uh, uh, finding new veins and uh, and high grade in those new veins. A, a lot of times in these epithermal vein systems, the veins don't come right to surface. 
And uh, so you kind of find them by accident, and not but purely by accident. Obviously, they're they're doing good geo geological work, but um, that's what they've found. And you know, the, every time I see their results and I look at the company, it reminds me a lot of the early days of Mag Silver. Uh, and uh, as I said earlier, when talking about Mag Silver, they're they've got an exceptional mine. Um, that's going to make them one of the lowest cost producers of uh, one, two lowest cost producers of silver in the world. And that's because in Mexico, when you've got these projects in places where there's road access, there's power access, uh, and, uh, you know, you're finding high grade, that adds up to low cost exploration, development, and uh, mining. And that's sort of where I see them uh, going in the future. So diesel is another good one that I like. And uh, on that note, I'm going to sort of wrap it up here. And uh, I've given you uh, sort of my look at what I see as far as trends in the markets and, um, and then what we're doing with the website. Uh, the Rocks and Stocks news is, uh, as I said earlier, is going to be what, you know, sort of helps me do my job. And, and um, uh, one of the new sections of the website is going to be the core picture area and the reason i'm doing that is one of the most popular parts of the pdac conference every year is the um is the um, uh, core shack and why i spend a lot of time at the core shack is i like to look at you know it's you can talk about news in a news release you can write about it or you can show it with the drill core and the geophysics and uh, and how that's all lining up. And uh, so I think understanding core is a, a really important thing for investors. And for that, to help investors to learn more about what to look for in core, I'm asking companies that are in the index to provide me with core pictures. And th with the core pictures, you can start to see what the companies, the exploration people are most excited about. And I think that that is, is a really great tool for investors that are in this space and uh, to learn about what's important to look for in drill core and in drill hole assays. And, uh, and so that's why we're doing that. And um, yeah, so we're, I, I'm really excited about the Rocks and Stocks News website. And uh, I'm really excited about you know, where we are with the market right now. And having said that, one of the things that makes me excited is uh, that this is the time when investors tend to listen the least and buy the least. Uh, but the smart money, this is when they get excited. So I'm, I'm trying to do my best to help investors that follow my commentary uh, to find good companies. I've talked about some today and to have a portal uh, on the webs on this rocks and stocks news where investors can find a lot of this good juicy stuff that will help them get ahead of the crowd. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up and say, as I always do, it's important for you to speak with your financial advisors before making any investment decisions. And equally as important is to uh, do your homework. Spend some time looking through news releases of companies, go to their websites, look at uh, any interviews that they do. This will help you to get inside the minds of the people that are running the companies. And um, on, on that note, have a great day and we'll talk to you soon.